We've always believed in something called progress. It's time to get lit. What kind of lit? Health lit. That's what I'm talking about. It's time to get educated about health conditions affecting our community. Your health is very important. Check in with experts on important topics like breast cancer, diabetes, prematurity, and much more. This show is lit. No one should know you better than you. So lock in. Welcome to Your Health is Lit. Hi guys, welcome to another Your Health is Lit podcast. My name is Charlotte Walker, the PDMP, and today my co-host is one of our newest contributors. I'm so excited to have her, Miss Tiffany Flowers. Yay, Tiffany! So first things first, you guys know usually um, we have Donna, but Donna is sick, (laughs) so she is out, so we're going to send our well wishes and prayers to Donna. She'll be back next week. Um, but she is so grateful that Tiffany is able to hop on and record with us. And so we send all our well wishes, a speedy recovery to Donna. Donna, we love you. Um, so Tiffany Flowers is our newest contributor. I'm so excited because her specialty is mental health, y'all. Come on now. We've been looking for this. God answers prayer. Come on. So she deals with um, so many different things, substance abuse, um, mental health disorders. And so I'm just going to let Tiffany introduce herself and kind of give us a little bit of background on her and her practice. And we're going to hop into the show. All righty. Hey, everybody. I hope you're having a great evening. I believe um, not only starting your day off right is good, but also ending your day is a a good ritual to kind of have for yourself. Um, So I'm so excited to be a contributor here um, and to kind of share and just meet these wonderful, powerful, strong women. Um, So I'm so excited about that. Um, but as she said, um, I am a licensed mental health counselor. I'm also an international alcohol and stru- substance abuse counselor. Um, and all, my specialty areas are uh, mood disorders like depression, anxiety, uh, PTSD, along with substance abuse. Um, and also I have a special place in my heart for trauma and overcoming trauma. And I do have some specialty trainings in that that I hope that I can expand upon in kind of future um, sessions. Um, so I was told that I had to come up with a nickname. Yes. Okay. So my nickname is Tiffany Flowers, the Mental Passionist. Ooh. You're the passion. Passion. I feel that. I feel that for somebody. I feel that for somebody. Come on, mental mental (laughs) passionness. Yes. Come on. I feel that. I feel that, girl. Yeah. So I do all my own practice. Yes. Uh, Yes, Tiffany. Yeah. So I'm an entrepreneur out here. Um, so I do all my own practice and I do only do individuals, groups, um, and telehealth. Um, I also do trainings. Um, and life coaching. So I'm really excited about that. And you can always check out my blog, uh, pathwaycounselingcenter.net for more information about other mental health things. I love it. And we'll post your blog. um, We'll update the website and add that on the website so everybody can um, have access to that. That's so awesome. I love it. Okay. So Tiffany, we got to talk about this. Okay, let's talk about it. So 
couple weeks ago. I'm behind the eight ball. First off, um, I have undiagnosed ADHD and I'm working on some things. And so I don't pretend mm-hmm. to care for movies um, because they don't keep my attention long enough. <laughs> so it's hard for me to sit through a movie without like doing Squirrel. something. But per the request of everybody that knows me, they were like, you have to watch Get Out. I'm like, okay, fine. I will watch it, Lord. Okay. My, my husband, he was like, let's watch Get Out. Like we had a movie night a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie made me so mad. <laughs> <laughs> and I just had to talk because when my dad, my dad's like, call me when you're done watching the movie. Uh-huh. And I was like, it was cool. But I have a real problem with the underlying, <laughs> with the underlying, um, the underlying issue is that a therapist hypnotized this black man. And now we already have enough black men that don't think that they need to go to therapy and think that it's some kind of demonic, satanic thing. We're going to therapy and getting mm-hmm. your life together. And now they really don't think <laughs> that we out here trying to send them to the sunken place. And I don't know why I appreciate the undertone in this movie. And my dad was like, you make things so unfun. So <laughs> He's like, can you ever stop being a nurse or a nurse practitioner? <laughs> No, there's an epidemic of black men. They're not doing right. He was like, he was like, girl, okay. (laughs) Well, I will say this. Uh, I I live in a predominantly white area, Um, and so all of my black clients that I did have, as a part of just my regular session, I always offer people tea and water but when get out came back they were immediately like i was like do you want some tea no i don't want to go into the sunken place yeah i'm like so oh is that a i had to like earn my trust back i had to build some more trust that's ridiculous and i know that i know jordan peele did not mean to do such a thing but as a healthcare provider it like triggered me i was like first of all <laughs> Jordan, this is uh-huh. a problem because people, some people take that stuff that they see in movies and they, like, they take that stuff real life and um, everybody ain't able to determine fiction from nonfiction. So let's say that you're stirring your coffee or your tea with a spoon. They don't think you're trying to hypnotize them and take their brain and insert it and start, spoiler alert, if y'all like to see what they look, okay, and insert it into some other person. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I mean, well, the plus mm-hmm. side is yeah. that, well, first of all, can I, can I give you my commentary on yes. that out? First of all, I thought it was a setup, okay? I didn't see the previews for the movie. I just went strictly by his name. Okay. And I was asked to come to a movie one night, right? So uh-huh. I'm like, okay, sure, I'll go see it. It'll be funny. <laughs> Oh, you it would be funny, right? Right? Uh-huh. So I'm in here, okay? And I'm like, where's the funny part? This isn't funny. It's, it's coming. It's coming. No, it's not. It's not coming. So when I left, I was on a date, girl. I left, and I had to go to my mama's house because I was still scared. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this was false advertisement. Yeah. You should have said something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was not funny. It wasn't was funny. not funny at all. It wasn't That's, funny. Was, it was a couple of They had um, Rel. Is that his name? The friend. Yeah. The PSA. Like, That's he what they like, kept saying. He was the funny person. Police. I was like, that was 
That was three lines. In the yeah, he's the comedic relief in the whole entire movie. But the rest yeah. of the movie, I was terrified. Yeah, it was, was like, I was like, hold on, like, I don't have time. First of all, I love Jesus. Let's just get that right, straight. That's just, Jesus <laughs> is Lord. Let's get that straight Ooh, right now. Well, I please please the blood. Yeah, please I serve the blood now. God. So you can get these demons up off me. <laughs> <laughs> Get behind me, Satan! Absolutely yeah, not. Hey, hey now. <laughs> all knees shall bow. Okay, so that was my commentary. That that's my Ooh. pick. I want to tell Jordan. He scared me. I wasn't expecting that. Tiffany feels bamboozled. Okay, I was bamboozled. I was tricked. And hoodwinked. I was wild. I was hoodwinked. <laughs> Because oh. she thought it was a comedy movie. I, I thought it was a comedy. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh. Yeah, I'm out here trying to stay woke. I'm like, no, because the real issue. I hate being like, <laughs> no. I was like, it's but you well. you do mention an issue that um you know that does come up. We as black people, number one. Well, I will say this. Uh, number one, we are becoming more comfortable with counseling. Yeah. Um, it's starting to be a, a new, newer thing, which I'm so glad about. Yeah. Um, even as a therapist, you know, coming from the inner city, I was just like, oh, I don't need to go to counseling. It's like, girl, do you know all the, you went through? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do need to consider some counseling. Um but it is starting to become more acceptable. Yeah. Um, but so those who have those fears about the tea, I will let you know right now, you cannot just go into hypnosis. It has to be something that you want to do. Yeah. And it's actually not a therapeutic practice. That's yeah. something that's kind of deviated from counseling. Um, those are a totally different sect yeah. of individuals. So that's not a part of counseling anymore. Um, so you can inhale, exhale, and then tell a friend. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just had to get that off my soul. It's okay. It's okay. To, it's okay. <laughs> I had to clear the air with Jordan. Like, first of right. all, and, and so, and when your therapist asks you some, if she wants some tea, take it because she it. just wants you to be relaxed. Yeah, sip sip a little tea with the therapist because you about to spill it. So just go. You all spill it, and you at least feel good that you cry some. Yes, you got some tea. Okay. Oh Lord, shenanigans. Have you had anything interesting going on this week? Um, interesting. My life is interesting. My uh, I have a cat named Snuggles. Oh. And he's just that, snuggles. He likes to snuggle. Um, <laughs> and he's been very, he's kind of like controlling. Like, I think I need to get like some domestic violence counseling between the two of us. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> because I can't go out the house. Like, I get out the house, he starts like yelling at me, like, especially this past week. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, I have to go to work. Don't you want fancy feast? Huh? Don't you want clean litter? Okay. So then I'll be gone for like three hours. I come in the house. He yelling again. He got water. He got food. Guess what he want, girl? You. Just not. He good. want me to sit down. Mm-hmm. I can't be walking so I can hold him. Girl, he sounds like my girl dog. She's like that. Like the sec, like she just, I can't even explain it. But my dogs, animals act like kids. 
They do. And mm -hmm. I'm just like, you taking this to a whole nother level. I kind of excused the time when I went on vacation for a week and I was being dropped off by my friend and she had like a big truck and he hopped on the truck on top of the hood, on top of the actual, um, I don't know what you call it, like overhead. And then reached his paw inside, like get out, like you been gone. You know what? Snuggles, snuggle needs, snuggles needs some therapy too. He needs some therapy. I told him you need to do some self soothing. Yeah. So that's kind of been my situation this week. <laughs> I've been trying to like We're gonna lift you up in prayer. Snuggles. You know what I mean? Like lift up some prayers that snuggles can self soothe. You know oh, what I mean? Because Jesus, we got things to do out here. That's hilarious. Um, so for me today, the interesting I got thing I got to do, I went to um, the Great American Teach-In. I don't know if they do that in Iowa, but the Great American Teach-In is something that they do in Florida um, where you go to these different schools. So elementary, high school, middle school, you go to these different schools and you kind of talk about and engage the students in different careers. So I did second grade. Mm-hmm. And um, your girl is tired. I like MVP. <laughs> like, I have a new. You know how you just have to like step into somebody else's shoes for a mm -hmm. minute to just mm -hmm. know for a fact that you could never. I could. Yeah. yeah. Girl, so I did. Um, it was awesome. I I did it in the area in the county. So I live in one county and work in another county. Um, a very wise mentor of mine told me that you don't um you don't eat where you poop or something like I don't know uh -huh. what saying is so um because I don't want to be at the gas station people are like hey oh uh -huh. he has it no so um when I walked into the class like the first class this one girl goes everybody I'm a nurse practitioner but everybody thinks I'm a doctor anyway so uh -huh. and she goes that's my doctor I was like oh uh -huh. god here we go here we go Right. Um, but it was awesome just to get to do some health education with the little ones, but they wore me out. We did um, hand washing. So we had a little germ gel and uh -huh. everybody had a buddy and we got, you put your hands in the germ gel and you high-fived your buddy and there was a black light and uh -huh. the germs and everybody's, ew, but honey, oh, okay. wore me out today. And I just want to shout out all the teachers in the world. Shout out to all the teachers. Like y'all are y'all give them all the money, all the reason give them everything they request them because I dealt with it for two hours and uh -huh. I was like, Oh Lord. Like uh -huh. I had one one teacher, like some of the little things that they do I think are so cool. Like uh -huh. um, I remember when I was in elementary school, the teacher would like clap, like do that clap mm -hmm. and then the class had repeated that's how you knew it sounded right. quiet honey this one teacher said um excuse me i'm ready and the whole classroom went she ready <laughs> <laughs> what is this my name i love that like come on yeah. she said excuse me i'm ready she ready <laughs> oh, heck no oh man yeah. it was definitely interesting to do um, you know, a lot of, like, Your Health is Lit is focused on educating, not really adults, but we don't really get to educate at that level. And even in yeah. clinic, when I see, you know, I see the kids, but I'm really educating the parents 
right. kids somewhat, but just to have all these kids and we're talking about germs and a lot of them were really smart ass. I got some answers to questions. I was like, <laughs> I said, what, what do you guys think I do? Somebody was like, help diabetics. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. That was very specific. <laughs> you have diabetic patients. I was like, okay. <laughs> and I looked me and the teacher kind of shared a look like she done lived through some stuff at the right. seven. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that was that was definitely um today I'm ready for bed. And I just wanna <laughs> I wanna like shout out to all the teachers. I just can't even second grade. I was right. Who Lord, but it was fun. Um, some of them little kids are off the hook and, um, I couldn't do it. And God bless. God bless. It's a, it's a special anointing. Man. Okay. It's a, it's a special anointing. That's a definitely that. a gift and talent straight from the heavens because it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. It is not. Man, man. Okay. So we do a segment here called Lit News and it's time. We need to like a little like, dun, 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 dun. I don't know. <laughs> Like, like just a little like intro for lit news. Um, so we talk about relevant news stories and um, regarding to health. So my story is kind of a follow up. I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but I talk about it in clinic a lot. So e-cigarettes is like a big thing now, um, and vaping. And a lot of people think that vaping is like a great alternative, and it's safer. And um, it's not safer. It's safer than smoking regular cigarettes. Um, but like one e-cigarette cartridge has about the amount of nicotine that 24 cigarettes has. Wow. Mm -hmm. So it's not. Um, there's a particular one that I talk about a lot in clinic called the Juul. Um, back in September, the FDA had said that they were going to like raid this office um, of Juul because their e-cigarette, like the apparatus that they use or the little I don't know, the vape machine, I don't know what to call it, the e-cigarette. Yeah. It looks like a USB, um, like something you plug into your computer. And oh. um, middle schoolers are yeah. taking them to school, going to the bathrooms and vaping. Nobody, like, everybody's none the wiser because it looks legit, just like a USB drive. You can't tell the difference. Wow. Um, and the FDA was not happy about that and decided that they were uh, coming for their life, as they should. So um, yesterday I saw this story that Jewel has announced, um, as of yesterday, that they're snatching all their social media. They're about to go still. Oh. They're snatching all their, they're like, no, we're out of here. Right. Um, snatching all of their social media, um, and they're also going to stop selling um, flavor products as a part of a plan to restrict access to um, minors so they um they said to remove ourselves entirely from participation in the social conversation we have decided to shut down our u.s-based social media accounts facebook and instagram um, our presence on twitter will be confined to non-promotional communications only youtube posts will only consist of testimonials by formal adult smokers who switched to the jewel um to the jewel system um, there was, they were going to stop selling this about 90,000 retail stores that they sell the flavored um, nicotine to. Mm -hmm. um, they are actually planning to like put a ban on flavored cigarettes because kids think 
that it's good. So yeah, yeah, and it's it's crazy. Yeah, they said that they're um the study when I read this article, um they have found yeah it says research shows that Juul is used all the way down to elementary schools. So then second graders, right? Like I'm like what? Absolutely, absolutely not. So um I. I, a lot of times, and it's so crazy, so when I talk to kids, I do my spiel, and I'm, I feel like, I call it the spiel, um, usually I give it to teenagers, but I'm finding myself having to give it, like, younger and younger, so about 11, I always touch on it, but about 11, I get graphic, like, uh-huh. when I say no drugs, I mean cigarettes, e-cigarettes, marijuana, like, uh-huh. all, no sex, right. no this, like, it, and um, I have been telling the parents, I'm like, hey, just FYI, there's a, and you know, we talk about Jewel, and some of the kids are like, oh, yeah, you're talking about the Jewel. Mm. And the parents are like, what? Like, one mom was like, first of all, you're supposed to be talking to me about this stuff. <laughs> uh. Because the son knew what he was like, yeah, people in my school use it, and he was like 10. Wow. And so to me, it just like really, I was like, yo, like, this is for real. Like, for real, a lot of these kids know, like, when I start talking about it, like, they know it by name. Like, are you talking about the jewel? Wow. So, I'm definitely glad to see that they're taking some steps, but, you know, I just feel like with every action, there's, like, a counteraction. Like, what are these kids now about to do? Yeah. To try to get, you know, try to get their nicotine or what, you know. It just is, it's too much. Kind of like a never-ending yeah you're cycle. chasing yeah you're chasing so you, you have to chase but that's 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 good though yeah because yeah yeah before something becomes an epidemic you can kind of intervene mm-hmm. and at least it keeps them guessing yeah <laughs> yeah. Keeps them yeah on their toes yeah and as long as we have the advocates out here that's you know aware and constantly and that's one thing especially in substance abuse um, is that you have to be aware of the trends because yeah. they're just, you know, like all of a sudden pills like Molly and all Percocet. Yeah. I was so mad when that song came out, Molly Percocet. Do you oh, know? like, look, yeah. y'all, look. Yeah. I'm going to need for y'all to not be popping Molly and Percocet. <laughs> yeah. Find something else to think about, please. Yeah. <laughs> So um, you have to stay abreast, you know, so they do get creative, like yeah. da- like down south, especially like, like the Arizona kind of area, Nevada is a big thing with horse tranquilizers. Wow. And who would be like a horse tranquil? Exactly. But, you know, but you have to be ahead of it. And so yeah. it's not as big of an issue as it was starting to be. Yeah, that's that prevention piece that we have to just be cognizant of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like with the like the synthetic marijuana too, and kids using that stuff, and it's causing seizures and like like no, you know, because I think a lot of these companies they come out with these um, quote unquote alternatives, Mm -hmm. and I try to explain to parents because parents are like, even marijuana. Like I've had parents. I'm talking to the kids. Even marijuana's bad, honey. Yes. Can we express that for one second? Yes, please. Marijuana is a drug. Marijuana is addictive. And you you can have a substance abuse addiction with marijuana. Yes. 
people are always They're like, um, babies, yeah. just like crack babies. Yes. They're born with THC in their system. Yep. And yep. it has physiological health issues on the baby. Yeah. Just as it would with cocaine, meth, and other drugs. Yeah. And we're seeing a lot of, especially when I worked in the NICU, um, there, and there's not a, a ton of research, but I think as it's becoming, you know, legalized and everyone's like, oh, just because it's legal doesn't mean it's safe. Cigarettes yeah. are legal. Alcohol is legal. None of those things are safe. Just because people are like, oh, it comes from the earth. So does arsenic. Yeah. So. And also the stuff they sell on the street, they lace in. Yeah. So it's yeah. not from a plant. They didn't add yeah. it to the stuff. That's yeah. why yeah. it's Reggie and then it's loud. Right? Yeah. It's not the same. It don't no. come from a garden. Yeah. Yeah. So it just stress so that. Yeah, I I just think that it gets very underplayed, but I've even had parents ask me, and I'm like, yeah, but did you ever talk to your kids? <laughs> I said, anything where you are breathing in a substance into your lungs, I would have to advise you against doing. Yeah. Anything. So I just, I would avoid it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're seeing a lot of, um, there was some, some new research about, um, uh, marijuana and baby like people who smoke throughout their pregnancies in a mm. condition called gastroschisis um, which mm. is in the NICU where um, the babies are born the abdominal wall doesn't completely close so they are literally born with their guts hanging outside of their body um, yeah wow. um, and it just and I didn't see so many moms and um in the nursery were around they're like yeah I smoke a little bit and they want to breastfeed yeah. Oh, you don't know. We don't know. Yeah. And is is it worth it? Can you not tell your flesh yes long enough to where mm -hmm. you actually do something that harms your child? Like they're seeing a lot more correlation between moms who smoke um, marijuana and kids that have ADHD. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. there's so much, so much, so much. so much. It is, and it's just that education. You know, like alcohol is legal, but it's such a thing as FAS, fetal mm. alcohol syndrome. Yeah. Um. So it doesn't mean that it's safe. Yes. Yeah. That's, it's that's from the true. earth. You know, many things come from the earth. Also, cocaine comes from the earth. Exactly. That doesn't mean cocaine it's cool. is a plant, guys. It's called yeah. the coca plant. Yeah. It is so not cocaine is a plant. Yeah. Like I, I bet it comes from the earth. I'm like, oh my goodness. So do worms. You gonna eat them? Like, <laughs> no. no, no, no. Oh. Okay, Tiffany, I'm off my soapbox. What okay. you got? In the news? I got this awesome article today, and uh, my counselor self um, was really excited about it. Um, my little counselor nerd me. But it's something that, like, I tell my clients often that, you know, especially um, not only in our culture, but especially in minority cultures of uh, people of color, we really try to separate, um, you know, our mental health away from our physical health. And that's mm -hmm. why it's such a stigma because we separate it. Like, we can't say we have depression, but we show sure us that we got the sugar. Okay. <laughs> And the depression that gets you worse, if not just as the sugar will. Okay? Yeah. And so uh, in this article, they literally was talking about just 
even just physical pain that can be caused by different emotions. Because when you express an emotion, say like, for example, you're on your way to work, right? And I know you said you like commute which I'm so happy I'm over now that I'm a private practice. I'm only 10 minutes from work. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so happy for you. (laughs) Hallelujah. Come on. (laughs) So um, that it literally, um, toxins get released when you Mm -hmm. experience, like someone cuts you off or you're stuck in traffic and you're like, Oh, how long I have to be here? Literally negative emotions and deposits set up into your body. Yes. So, for example, um, there was eight different ones that they highlighted. So, if you're having a lot of, like, unexplained headaches, especially if it's a headache in the back of your head, that's really called a tension headache. Yep. Um, And so, that's a sign that not only do I need to you know, I need to actually get some relax and, and de-stress myself mm-hmm. that I'm really pushing myself to the, the max. Um, but this one I thought was interesting. Um, pain in your neck. Yeah. So they were saying, according to this re- article, that you're having trouble forgiving others for yourself. Come on. And so if that's something that you're having, that, you know, that's the time to really kind of take an inventory and see what you need to do to kind of get that forgiveness and get that release. Yeah. So that one was pretty interesting to me. Is there anything Um, on there about your back? Because your girl be... Oh, wait till I get to the back because they separated the back. So I was like, they had different things for it. So shoulder pain which I thought was interesting because they said that signifies that you're having heavy emotional burden. So if you're having some shoulder pain, not only just trying to stretch, but really just thinking, hey, this might be a sign that I need to actually unburden myself emotionally. Yeah. So like I told you, they broke down the back because usually I'm like, oh, my back is a little tense but they broke the back down. So if you're having more back pain in your upper back, this means that you're not in enough emotional support. And so maybe you feel unwanted or just kind of doing things all by yourself. And especially as a, a single independent, you know, entrepreneur, you know, you kind of have to do a lot of things by yourself, but mm-hmm. Um, this is saying that, hey, this might be a time for you to really reach out and whether that's going on a date or, yeah. you know, connecting people that you love. Um, but lower back pain said that you might be worried about finances. So this oh, might man. be a chance for that you That makes me my student loans. My student loans makes me back pain right now. I'm going to tell Sally, my neck and my back. <laughs> she is burning in you. My neck and my neck. She's burning in your neck. Your shoulder. <laughs> oh, so we need to, we have some research to go to these, these, these loan people now, these two loans now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was one also about like elbow pain. 
And I said, this speaks to there's a resistance to change in your life. Hmm. So this might be a chance for you to kind of really look at, okay, what do I need to do to kind of feel safe and moving on um, so that I can actually shake things up so I can kind of move on. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my favorites here um, that I've never experienced. So I would be interested to even hear from people if they have experienced this. Yeah. Um, was hand pain. Um, and so I said, before you just start, start thinking about just reaching out, it, it says that you might not be reaching out to others the way you should do. Hmm. Should be. So that's a sign that you need to be making connections or new connections. So yeah. I want to hear from people. Have you actually had hand pain and um, yeah. what was kind of going on with that? I would you know, love to hear about that. It's a real thing. And I know some people may be like, what? Um, stress does release cortisol, which can lead to like pain, chronic headaches, backaches. Like stress does kill people really and so even we're even seeing that and that's interesting that you present this article because we started doing something um in our practice called the ACE screening so it's the adverse childhood event so we screened for ACEs we just started that this month Um, that's good to hear yeah because we have found the connection between psychological trauma and mm-hmm. stressors and children and children and children and yeah so yeah. stuff like parents like it'll ask about like have the are has there been any life changes divorce somebody in jail are you worried mm-hmm. about finances um because these things impact the kids and cause physiologic so tangible yeah. diseases mm-hmm. asthma hypertension mm. all of these you know toxic stress is a real thing yeah. and can cause can cause these pains. Everybody's had a day where they're stressed in their head and they're mm-hmm. stiff. That's, that's a real response. Your body is really um, looking for some help. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sell it yeah. though. Cause I'm like, look, this is bad for my health. Right. This is bad for my health. <laughs> my neck and my back is hurting. Okay. <laughs> bad for my health. That's really interesting. Um, yeah. We're going to have to send me that article. Cause we're going to have to post that in the group. So people can kind of um, look and see, because I feel like a lot of people are like, oh man, like my shoulders are always bothering. Yeah. It may be something that you're going through. Like maybe you're caring for a loved one. Maybe you're a caregiver and you need some respite. Maybe you need to find out like, can you get a day where you can go and take care of yourself and kind of reset? Can you, what can you do to kind of lighten these burdens? Because it's having a, it's having a real effect on your body. And I don't think people realize that stress, stress, does kill people it does it does and mm-hmm. it really is not a difference between your mind and your body it's they're connected your mind is in your body it's, it's connected it's the same system yeah yeah so okay. i think that a lot of people kind of underestimate how much your mental capacity or your mental stress can affect the rest of your body mm-hmm. um your body, if your body constantly thinks it's in overdrive, it's constantly pushing out adrenaline for you to go, 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 go. You're going to probably develop hypertension. Yeah. Yeah. 
because cortisol raises your blood pressure. And if you're constantly on 10 all the time, that's, that's what's going to happen. You hear about people having heart attacks and strokes out of nowhere um, yeah. from stress. And so it's definitely a real And vice versa. If you're not mm-hmm. taking care of your physical health, don't be surprised if you start getting symptoms of depression. Yeah. People who have long-standing chronic illnesses, they, they battle with it. They battle with mm-hmm. depression um, because their health is poor. You know, they're tired of waking up and feeling bad. So I'm glad you brought that up. That's actually a really good point. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man, that was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is, good is like the best, the best, the best. Okay, so we are focusing this month on um, diabetes. It's National Diabetes Awareness Month. Um, I think today's World Diabetes Day. And so today, um, last week, we talked about pre-diabetes, and I challenged everybody um, there was a quiz posted in our Facebook group to take a minute, see if you are pre-diabetic or see if you are, uh, have the risk factors. We talked about people not taking their medicine and underestimating and just what things you can do. And I just challenge everybody again, go out, get your hemoglobin A1C. We talked about the difference between hemoglobin A1C and like the real, real truth. And you just decide not to eat breakfast and think you about to come in here and trick me with your glucose. Not today, say <laughs> Not today. Um, But today we're going to take a little bit of a different um, turn. And I want to talk to all of our caregivers um, and kind of focus on them. Because when you have a a diagnosis like diabetes in the family, it doesn't just affect the person that got diagnosed. It is the whole family has to change their lifestyle um, to support this person who's just been diagnosed with this illness. Um, so everybody can live their best life. Um, so, you know, it's really, um, it can be really challenging and it can be overwhelming. And so we just want to talk about eight things, um, that caregivers and families can do to kind of make the adjustment, right? Like you get the diagnosis and I feel like there's a spectrum of like, oh, it's just the sugar. My grandma and everybody had it. It was not a big deal to like, oh my God, you're dying tomorrow. And it's, you have to be in the middle. I like to explain to people, diabetes is a chronic disease. Chronic meaning long-term. Um, it doesn't, you know, well, some people lose weight and all of that and they can come off with their medication. Um, but typically for most people, it's chronic. It's something that you have. Um, And so it's all about managing it, just with everything else that you have in life. It's all about managing and having a balance. Um, So the first thing is just making sure that you're educating yourself. Take a deep breath, like deep breath in, deep breath out. Okay, we have this diagnosis. Do all, get all of your education. Find out, like go to the doctor's appointments ask the doctor, like, what things are we expected to do? There's so many resources that I don't think that um, people dive deep enough into. Right, like, right. You have diabetes, you've been diagnosed, and everybody automatically, like, okay, you, they're going to cut your feet off. Like, no, 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 right. no, no, come back, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. You have diabetes. We want to help your body manage, you know, glucose and insulin. Okay. So we can avoid <laughs> chopping your feet off. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so we, it's all about managing. There are people that live healthy lives and have 
you know, diabetes, not, well, you know, full lives, not diabetes, um, with their diabetes. And the first thing is a lot of people educate themselves and look at where you're getting your education. Um, Diabetes.org, talking to your doctor, meeting with the specialist. So the specialist that deals with um, diabetes and a couple more than diabetes, but a couple of other disorders, but we're talking about diabetes is called an endocrinologist. Say that again. Say that one more time. Endocrinologist. So your endo or endocrinologist, you want to meet with them, find out what things they want you to do. Talk, like, look into those ancillary services. And when I say ancillary services, you don't have to change the diet by yourself. Go talk to a nutritionist. Ask for a referral to a nutritionist because we are literally asking you to shift the way that you eat. And a lot of us, especially us, our complexion be flexing, but so do our carbon take. <laughs> like, like we eat our diets in our culture, mac and cheese, dressing. Like it's delicious, but um, mm-hmm. it's the carb count, the carbs, mm-hmm. the carbs. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. well, I think a lot of people have a big misconception that diabetes is only like, oh, I don't eat sugary snacks. How did I get diabetes? It's the carbs. It's the, mm. the bread, the you know macaroni and cheese, spaghetti. My auntie, I don't know if they have this in Iowa, but um, in St. Louis, it's the pasta called muscatoli. Yes, my auntie mm-hmm. makes the best muscatoli on the plant, Carb City, but it's yeah, you know. So, and I feel like a lot of times we eat a lot of that. We think about the culture of like the Sunday dinners and mm-hmm. you do that every week, right? Like that's a lot to do every yeah. week. So, you know, meeting with a nutritionist and kind of getting everybody in the mindset to change, um, I think it's something that isn't valued enough. Ask for help and educate yourself. So that way, when something goes wrong, you know what you're looking for. When you go to the doctor's appointments, you can say, you know, hey, X, Y, and Z is going on and you're not lost. That way, we're not just talking at you, but you're an active part of your management team. Can so I speak thing- to that? For yeah, me? absolutely. You know, one of the things I really try to tell my clients is that you are the advocate of you. Yep. And it is so important when you go into, count- to, you know, doctor's offices or counseling offices that you have the right to ask questions and get answers that you understand because you know every field has their jargon so your doctor might give you an answer but it's full of jargon mm-hmm. so it's up to them it's their job to explain it in the way that you understand yep, you and it's leave. okay to say can you explain that a different way yeah you shouldn't leave without understanding and honestly um tiff that's our that is our mantra here like no one should know you better than you if you're taking metformin and you can't tell me why you're taking metformin i'm going to uppercut you because you should know you should know you should be able to even if you don't know like metformin is an oral like you don't need to know all the stuff that i know about it but you should tell me when you take it this is my metformin i take it because i have type 2 diabetes or i have diabetes i take it once in the morning once you know i take i take one pill twice a day it make myself mm-hmm. upset sometimes. Let's talk about it. You know, right. come, in, come in with your issue. Don't come in like, oh, I don't know, y'all prescribe it to me. You tell me. That right. stuff drives me nuts. Yeah. 
and then it disempowers you right yeah. and then you're less likely to take the medication how you're supposed to mm -hmm. because you're like what's the point yeah whereas you have a full understanding you'll be like uh yeah i'm taking it in the morning and at night because yeah. this is going to prevent me from being in a, a crisis situation so yeah yeah i know why i'm doing it it's just yeah. not wasting my time yeah so education number one thing for caregivers get some education the second thing take some time right you it doesn't happen overnight the lifestyle change definitely be active in changing the lifestyle but don't you can't just even with, with substance abuse right you can't just go from like oh yeah i do you know i i, I smoke every day i smoke every day and now today you're like done 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 with it yeah never doing that again you relapse yeah. When you when you set those extremes. So as a caregiver, okay, your loved one just got diagnosed with diabetes. Don't be like, and you can't have this, and you can't have that, and you can't like, no, 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 no. Come up with a plan together. Okay, look, they say that we need to do, um, we need to start doing 30 minutes a day of working out, even if it's not every day. Okay, let's go for a walk Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Start mm -hmm. doing those small things to where it's not. So overwhelming, overwhelming and it's realistic and it's realistic yeah. yeah yeah so you know okay look i know i'm supposed to really be watching what i eat i may not have you know we don't eat pasta every day anymore but now i only have it twice a week i'm not going to be mad at you about that mm -hmm. because you are taking control of your health so don't you know take some time it's it's a lot to take in because your whole life is about to change the way you eat the way the kids eat now daddy has diabetes so now we got to change the way everybody eat little sally don't like chicken grilled chicken and vegetables i want you know why you ain't making spaghetti we have spaghetti every thursday so it's going to be an adjustment um and can i say speak to that yeah and even in that in just adjustment um really changing just the the, the process of it like as yeah. far as oh this isn't a punishment to everybody yeah this is actually setting our family on a, tr a track yeah that none of the rest of us will get diabetes too yeah and so we can find you know fun recipes that to incorporate yes. with the kids that they like yes you know that it can become something that is a family activity mm-hmm Yep, a complete lifestyle change. So just take the time. It's not going to happen overnight. And as healthcare professional, we don't ever expect you to come in and be like, yep, now I run six miles a day and I'm out here. I do CrossFit. Like, we don't expect that. It happens sometimes, but that's not what we expect. But we want to see progress um, and consistency. And so do what you can be consistent with and set goals for yourself and just take the time to fully understand you know, there is kind of a mourning process that occurs when you're diagnosed with a chronic illness. Take that time to just kind of take it all in and don't feel like now tomorrow I'm on the front of like Get Fit magazine. Like we don't know. No, uh -huh. um, because it's an adjustment. It's an adjustment yeah. for everybody. Um, we also want to encourage you to like encourage your loved ones. But please don't like, don't be working people's nerves, okay? Don't like, don't pester them into, well, you know, I saw you ate a biscuit today and you got diabetes. <laughs> you put some extra butter on it. I saw, yeah. So <laughs> you don't want to, you don't, 
want to be in a position to where now they don't receive from you right like they don't even want to talk to you about how they're doing at all because you pester them so much that they shut down and they really are struggling but you you know you want to make sure like hey look i love you how's everything going if they tell you that they can't stop eating carbs out of control and they forget to take their meds and they're still at golden corral okay look i love you what can i do to help you do you want me to come over and walk with you you know do you want me do you need me to call you my grandmother i set an alarm on her phone and mm-hmm. she enough. so how can i help like what things can i do to help you um to make the change do you need me to set an alarm why are you missing you know why are you forgetting to take your meds all right let's set an alarm my grandmother know there was any such a thing <laughs> and she yeah. would do it i mean honey we could be on the phone and her alarm would go she'd be like hold on one second i gotta go take my <laughs> right, right you know what right. i'm saying so make sure that you're being supportive and you're encouraging self-care but not in a way that um you, they're not going to want to talk to you at all don't let this cause it's already going to be a stress on your family don't add extra stress to this to your family because now all you and your husband argue about is you know he got diabetes now and you want to bake a cake and he ate the whole cake and now he's trying to die because he don't love you like whoa 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 right right whoa no um we definitely talked to and we talked a lot about this too so make make the change together it's a family effort mm-hmm. um everybody needs to support. And I know Tiffany, and especially in, um, like when you see couples and families, you encourage them, like if they're going to make changes, everybody has to be on one accord mm-hmm. because it's not, it's not very nice. Like they're eating grilled chicken and zucchini and you're like greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, like, no, right. no, <laughs> no, you name it, you name it. Like that's rude. <laughs> So you want to support them in this change. Um, and getting healthier is is something that, every, you know, everybody can benefit from. So if I'm, you know, if my loved one gets diagnosed with diabetes, okay, let me support you in this. We're going to get up and go to the gym together and do, you know, X, Y, and Z because um, I love you. We're going to do it together. And I can benefit from it too. I'm going to be out here looking like Yonsei. Right. Okay. <laughs> I woke up like this. I woke up like this. <laughs> um, we talked about setting small goals. Um, so talk with your doctor, set small goals. I'm a very firm believer in writing down your goals, like write the vision, make it plain, let's yeah. set this thing into action. Um, it doesn't have to be big goals because honestly, big goals are just a bunch of small goals that you met, you know, like you mm-hmm. met over the process of the year. If you've lost weight exactly. because every day you set the goal to go to the gym, mm-hmm. and eat right. And you're doing it. So I think looking at the big, like, Oh, I need to lose 90 pounds. Like, no, no, no. Let's just say I want to, I want to go walking for 30 minutes a day, every day after work mm-hmm. and stick to that small goal. Okay. I'm doing it. And in the process, you're losing weight because you're changing your diet. Um, and lastly, well, not lastly, so we talked about working with a care team. So you want to work with a dietitian. Um, you want to work with a, an endocrinologist, your, pri- your regular doctor, so your primary care doctor. And I also recommend a mental health counselor. Yes, because sometimes when, when, I, when I find a lot of people who are, are really struggling, especially be like with med compliancy and different things like that 
is that sometimes you're just freaking scared. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, or they disappointed in themselves. Like, oh, I did this to me, especially for like type two, that they feel um, that regret. And so, or like, oh, I do need to gain, lose over a hundred pounds. And they feel so overwhelmed. Yeah. And being able to identify you know, what are the psychological aspects that contribute to your eating? What are, you know, um, what support do you need to process? What trauma even yeah. you know, contributes to, um, you know, weight gain and um, resolving it so that you can, you know, have successful weight yeah. loss. Um, and just having someone to talk about, like, their nagging you know, uh, family, like, oh, yeah. she's getting on my nerves. Yeah. But, you know, how to even use your support system to the best of your ability. So, uh, yes, definitely having a counselor in your corner to support you and help you identify your triggers and things of that nature will be totally helpful. You know, I feel like, and this is a little bit off topic slightly, and I tend to do that. Um, you no, know, you're fine. The, I love, my, one of my guilty, it's not a pleasure. But it is. One of my guilty pleasures in life um, is watching my 600-pound life. It captivates me. Mm -hmm. And it kind of makes me feel a little bit better about myself. And I know that's not right, because these people are hurting. But I'm yeah. like, I'm not 600 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the pound mm -hmm. I want to be, but right. I'm 600 pounds. Um, but one thing that always runs consistent, my husband absolutely loathes. He does not. He's like, it's sad, and I hate watching this. But I'm like, but look, they look amazing now. Yeah. But one thing that you consistently find is a part of the health program. Um, I feel like, I, yes, is the therapist. And I feel like mm -hmm. all of them have some traumatic thing. And most of it's like, I was raped. I'm like, oh, God. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like, but there are things that trigger emotional eating. Um, yeah. And I definitely agree, getting down to the nitty gritty, like, how did I even end up at this place where I have type 2 diabetes Yeah, is really, really important. Really. Absolutely. Absolutely. And a lot of times, too, um, untreated mental health disorders like depression, especially, yeah. um, um, leads to weight gain. Yeah. Um, a lot of weight gain um, because of lack of motivation and energy and things of that nature. So seeing a therapist to help you with that will give you that energy to be able to start setting those small goals to become more active. Yeah, that's awesome. And lastly, for our caregivers, we are all about it. You guys know we talk about it every Sunday. Support yourself. Self-care Sunday. Self-care every day. Yes. Hashtag, hashtag. Um, there are support groups. Um, and I think support groups are awesome because it's other people – dealing with stuff like you like look girl i just when i had diabetes and i love greens beans potatoes like i love it uh -huh. Moms. yes i love it and but you guys you know you can share your struggles together and share your triumphs together and i think that you know in our culture we have very much so that like what happens in my house stays in my house type yes. of mentality and we miss out on support groups and caregiver support groups and you know if you and you know it's thanksgiving time and mm -hmm. you met people in your support group you guys can have thanksgiving together and you know that the food options are going to be decent for you and what you're right. trying to achieve because all mm -hmm. of us are trying to achieve the same thing Exactly. Yeah, I'll go to my family's thing, but 
me and my friends from my support group, we're going to have a little Thanksgiving. I'm going to be able to eat most of the things that are there. And I don't have to worry about struggling with not eating the baked macaroni because it's delicious. And I know I'm not supposed to eat it because that's not going to be an option. You know, we're going to find alternatives because we're all doing the same thing. Right. Yeah. Can I add something to that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and this is something, especially for caregivers, that is easy to kind of fall into, is that this is all my responsibility. Yes. Yeah. It is not all of your responsibility. Yeah. And whether this is this is for all chronic illness, and it's the saying in Al-Anon um, that is really helpful. It says, I didn't cause it, I can't control it, and I can't cure it. I love that. Say that one more time for me. I can't, I didn't cause it. I didn't cause it. I can't control it. I can't control it. And I can't cure it. And I can't cure it. That's a word. That's everything. So it's the difference between being a support and being responsible. So and being a crutch. You don't want to step over that threshold of responsibility. Yeah. Just being a support. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, oh, that's a word. I didn't cause it. I can't control it and I can't cure it. That's, that's everything. That's not even diseases. That's pretty much. That is, that's life. That's a life mantra right there. Yes, it is. Yes. I love that, Tiffany. So quick rundown, basically what we want to talk, you know, what we're trying to portray is just making sure that if you're a caregiver or your family members just been diagnosed with diabetes, take care of yourself, take care of them, Use your resources, mental health counselors, dietitians, nutritionists, your endocrinologist, which is your diabetes doctor, because that's what everybody's going to know them as. They deal with more things than diabetes, but today, the diabetes doctor is your endocrinologist um, and your primary care doctor. Educate yourself. Know where to go to get that education. Um, and then make it a family effort. It's, it's something long-term. Um, so set those goals. And you got, you know, people live long lives and live very productive lives with diabetes and managing their diabetes. Not everybody gets their feet and fingers and toes and go blind, but it can happen. And I, you know, I just want to emphasize that. I think a lot of times we don't emphasize, like, if you choose not to control your diabetes, if you choose not to take your metformin, if you choose to continue to eat greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes. Eventually, you're like, oh, my feet are tingling and mm-hmm. my hands are tingling. And I don't, I, you know, my kid, your kidneys can shut down. Like, diabetes yeah. can kill you. Um, yeah. My aunt passed away a couple years ago because she wasn't, she wasn't doing a great job of managing her diabetes. And unfortunately, um, the disease, it, it killed her. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's hard. It's hard because it was heartbreaking for me because one of the last conversations we had, I I went in and I was like, Auntie, you know, you got this and that, and I'm like, you're killing yourself. Like, I looked at I was like, I had had like, ah, like uh-huh. I'm screaming, and and she was in tears, and I was in tears, everybody's in tears, and um, yeah. So it's it's hard. So you want to make sure that. You guys are managing it so, you know, your loved one can live a long life and you're being a support system and not a crutch because you can't, what's my three C's? You can't control it. You didn't cause it. You didn't, can't, 
control it and you can't cure it. That's a word. Come on. Yes. All right, guys. This has been amazing. Tiffany, I'm so glad you're a part of this. I movie. know. This oh is my so god. Fun. This is so this is lit. <laughs> is that like we say? I feel like because our program's called Your Health is Lit, me and Donna say lit all the time. We're like, it's going to be lit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was like, I know, but it's like, this is lit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We look forward to continue to having you. Is there anything else that you want to say to the people this week? Um enjoy yourself and find something at least one thing to do a day that's self-care you deserve yeah. it you, you deserve it. it i didn't know i could sing good job i'm gonna be inspired one day every time we go to church i'm like one day god is gonna wake something up on the inside of me i'm gonna grab a microphone in the middle of service right right and i'm gonna sing unto the lord y'all look, like, look now look now y'all ain't gonna be ready you want me to take me to the Take it okay. <laughs> uh, yes, self-care every day. Hashtag. Yes. So that is it for another episode of Your Health is Lit podcast. And we will see you guys next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>